countdown. Isn't that nice yeah. to be getting a yeah. countdown to when we're going to record so you're not caught saying something obscene and horrific or depressing? <laughs> Actually, no, that's terrible. We can terrible. technically use, we can use Restream for audio recording even when we're here because it's just, it's online instead of on my computer. Would that be worse? Because then it has to like go through the, it's relying on the internet connection? I have no idea. I mean, it's more, yeah, there's more things to go wrong. <laughs> yeah but it's like yeah it's just it's another option that we have okay but i'm cool with using it now but with that welcome we're gonna, back we're, we're about to generate your personalized <laughs> tv recommendations that's what we're working on uh yeah welcome back to the big beetle bros i'm cam i'm ryan and that's it <laughs> we're the only bros Nick, we're the only bros that have yep. ever been and we're the only bros that shall ever be mm-hmm. uh yep the one formerly known as Nick is uh, currently uh, probably, if I had to guess, cocooned, uh, um, trying to determine whether or not he has COVID. So we've not seen no. him. Yeah, I don't think but, he has seen himself for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't think he smashed all his mirrors the first day of quarantine. So yeah, he kept you know. saying something about spider monsters coming through them or something. I don't know. He was. He probably had like 103 fever, I think. Who knows? Yeah. I never should have given him that copy of Ryuki. <laughs> I'm glad you got where I was going with that. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of uh, the Japanese counterpart to things that we've seen, uh, since Nick is uh, down for the count and uh, we didn't really feel like uh, letting him get away with missing a uh, wonderful. What we Beatles call canon Alex. episodes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, we decided to watch decided to uh, an actually good show for a change. Yeah, yeah. We decided to do what if uh, if Toy and uh, Hasbro slash Saban would allow us, uh, or would have allowed us, uh, we decided to do what would have been the better podcast. Yep. Uh, which is sitting down and watching B-Fighter Kabuto episode one, um, which we uh, watched the first episode of Juku B-Fighter a while. It feels like it was like a year ago. I don't think it was that long ago, but yeah, I know it feels like it was one of our first bonus episodes, but it wasn't. Yeah, how long ago it was. Um, This episode, so there were were 50 episodes of B-Fighter Kabuto. um, And I mean, we have close to many episodes in Beetleborg's Metallic, so that checks out. Um, The uh, episode is called The Second Generation's A High School Warrior, which will make more sense when we get into it. I'm going to pull up real quick because I am curious when we watched the first one or the first episode of the yeah. first season of Juku Fighter. No, while, uh, which, while you're um, uh, looking that up, uh, I, I have some fun trivia. Yeah. The uh, that, the uh, second generation's high school warrior, that title, uh, that was actually the working title of the first episode of Heroes before they were like, uh, fuck it, cheerleader. <laughs> Checks out a uh, uh, fun thing. Another another trivia fun thing about Jukubi Fighter and B Fighter Kabuto is um, they are they're the two last true Metal Heroes seasons, uh, but they are also the uh, last or they are the only um, seasons of Metal Heroes shows uh, that are a true sequel to one another. So the B Fighter Fighter and uh, B-Fighter Kabuto, a true canon sequel, takes place exactly five years after Juku B-Fighter. 
uh, which right, which I don't even know. Common Rider doesn't even usually do that. I mean, they're no. All kind I was of about to say connected. you you only really see that sometimes in Sentai. Like they usually have like a lot of cross generational stuff. Um, now, Common yeah. Rider, uh, they always have like a crossover movie at the end. Uh, that kind of is like the torch passing, where they're like it. Like I I only specifically remember doubles. Because I remember being disappointed with just how much you got to see double <laughs> past the torch. Yeah. I think, or vice versa. Um, either his origin or his passing. Yeah. The, I know, um, I watch, well, they, yeah, cause they do, they do so many movies cause they do like each season of Kamen Rider and Sentai will get one with the previous season and one with mm-hmm. the upcoming season. And that's how they like, like debut the upcoming season. Right. And that like, usually makes them loosely canon to each other but mm-hmm. also the movies are often not in canon with the show yeah. usually take place before the the show has ended and, and then you have like a decade who literally just goes through all of them <laughs> yeah and then a lot of uh, at least for sentai a thing that they've started doing recently the, the last few years is they do 10 years after for shows mm-hmm. that hit a a 10 year anniversary um, which is like, our, I mean, that's a killer concept and it works really well. And they've, they've only done a few so far, um, but they've, they've all been really good, but yeah, they're all kind of loosely canon to each other, but none of them have had a, a true one-to-one sequel. Garo does that. Cause I don't, Garo I don't think I've watched that, yeah. seasons of it, but you okay. eh. excuse me. Yeah. Okay. I thought so because Garo, that's the whole shtick is like, it's an inherited thing right yeah yeah and i can't i think the animated garo movies or show might even be connected to the live action stuff i'm not 100 sure but i think they might be all tied together um garo for you uh uh plebs at home now is a um it's technically i think it's an independent it would as an independent toku but it's a very high budget independent toku it's not enough so that I thought um, it was Toei. Dae. Yeah, it's not Toei. It's not Dai. It's not Toho. It's not one of the big names. Although it it's does a, have a that small studio. It yes. feels like one of those Dollar General original toys, but like, you know, that really rare one that's like actually really cool. It's like they, yeah, they it's, copied it's a, that, like, a, a, a good toy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I found it, by the way. We watched episode one on December 30th of 2019 so it has been just over a year yeah we just missed the anniversary of that yeah Um, oh babe yeah we almost nailed it (laughs) big bad beetle babe (laughs) why didn't we that should have Uh, been incepted on the on the trip that i'm surprised that we never once called each other big bad beetle babes (laughs) i can get us all like um for the next trip, I can get us like Baywatch uh, <laughs> font shirts. Stupid yeah. bad babe. I dig that. All right, um, but only if you get me the uh, double D implants that come with it, because that's going to make the slow yes. motion pop. <laughs> I I think those are included. I I'm not 100 oh, sure, but I'll check. I think T Public sends those out with every order. Um, <laughs> Free boob job with this five thousand dollar T shirt. <laughs> I don't know how much boob jobs are. I have no clue. Probably more than five grand. Probably more than five thousand. Uh, speaking of, but if they're only yeah, five thousand, I'm getting one. 
<laughs> Sorry. Speaking of uh, T Public, um, before we get into the episode, because there's a lot to talk about in this episode, there's also not a lot to talk about in this episode because it's like right. it's genuinely good, and um, you guys should go and watch it if you can because it is on YouTube. It's just a little tricky to get the ability to watch it. Um, so we have. Uh, let me, uh, I'm trying to think how many we have. I think five new T Public now. Um, and I, they are organized on T-Public on our store, uh, separated through. Uh, so the God Bros designs are separated. They're in separate albums What's now. God, so Cameron? If you're getting confused. Yeah, that's well, some weird custom dude in my house made. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so we've got five new designs, uh, two of which are the two different uh, Christmas card designs that we had made the watercolor one and the um kind of a chibi cartoony uh, uh uh cartoon christmas happy christmas yeah, or merry christmas we christmas on the top we tried workshopping a oh, the one that uh, sent out as opposed we tried workshopping a fire and earth and air uh color card but um that was a lot more difficult i don't think the paint was meant for that yeah no, so many logistical nightmares. Yeah, and, and a lot of, a lot of houses it. burned down. Yeah, yep. Aaron still won't talk to us. Oh, poor Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other three designs that we've got uploaded now are, uh, they're actually, they were fresh from this week, um, which uh, we're recording the day before we go live, so this week is still relevant for you guys listening. Uh, but... Fresh from this week, here are the uh, non-flappable token designs oh, yeah. of Flabberhand holding the Dragonborg coin. Two of them have the inscription on which says "non-flappable token." And I was uh, trying to think. I was like, "One man, is is just the hand holding the token." I I was thinking. I'm like, "Man, is one of the new designs mine? Did I make something for the show recently?" I'm like, "No, no, you would definitely remember doing that." And I was so interested. I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Literally yesterday. Yeah, no. I like, mean, it was Monday. It started. You started it Monday, I think. I posted it yesterday. Oh, yeah. No, like, I, I, I did it all uh, in, in just, like, an hour or so. Yeah. I and, the, um, Well, I'll, the fucking... Uh, for those of you who like optical illusions at home, um, uh, I, I, I think, personally, as the person that made this abomination... Um, that it looks like it's both a left and right hand. So hopefully that creates a horrifying nightmare that you too can never unsee. I just want I other people to be unhappy. Perfect as an optical <laughs> illusion because it's Flabber's hand and exactly. not like an optical illusion. Uh, right, no, that's why that, I gave up uh, on it. That's why I'm fine with it looking like an inflatable nightmare too because, uh, yes. you know, I, it's Flabber. Like, it's he, it looks 3D, but the gems on his sleeve do not. Like, that breaks Correct. my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, later design, if you guys are not familiar, if you didn't catch our uh, Twitter debacle or the uh, Instagram posts <laughs> discussing it or anything else, um, uh, this is a I'm, I'm, I'll tell the story because I think it's a funny story and I've, Hold on, I've been telling a lot of people this Hold on, do we have to credit this guy because would would this artwork have the been made gone. without Oh him? no uh, 
Oh, see, I would technically we can't no, credit in the him. spirit in the spirit of this guy. I'm not going to credit his inspiration. <laughs> if we were truly doing it in the credit of he this guy, would... we would charge people more and not give them anything in return. <laughs> and not but actually anyway. give them the anything with the image, not no tangible, yeah. no fungible <laughs> items. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess I'll I'll, I'll start. So um, I, what was it? I guess it pretty much it all happened Monday. It literally didn't it. It yeah. was all Monday. Um, I got to work Monday morning and looked on, uh, just pulled up Twitter real quick. And I, we had a new follower on both my personal account and the Beetle Bros account, which is not uncommon, but it was a Beetleborgs <laughs> themed account, which is slightly uncommon because it's still super niche, even though uh, <laughs> we have a decent following. The content general or the uh, show does have a decent following. It's, so, it's kind of like uh, looking into a parallel universe and seeing like your version of yourself. It's like, whoa, it's the same, but different. <laughs> yeah, it's the same, but bad. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's like, yeah, it's like the dark Mr. Strange, dark Dr. Strange. <laughs> like I don't, Mr. Strange. I don't know, like I saved Strange, the universe. When you're evil, you don't get a doctorate. Yes. <laughs> um, it's uh, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I get to work Monday. I saw that this uh, Beetleborgs themed account had followed both of the of my accounts and I uh, two of my accounts, and I thought that that was interesting. So I checked it out on the Beetleborgs account, and um, it was a Beetleborgs at Beetleborgs coin or Beetleborg coin, something like that. I think was the name of yeah, it. Yeah, I think that was. And I I thought maybe it was something to do with the astral coin. I don't know. I didn't put two in it. Right, um, coins are a thing in the show. Had, yeah, like that's that would make sense. Um, the only thing it had were stock images from the show. So, like if you if you scrolled through Metal Heroes Wiki or um, uh, Beetleborgs Wiki or, or one of the you just Googled Beetleborgs. <laughs> well, that's it. Those Cloud are the only sources of images for this damn show, unless you want fan art. <laughs> They're the good images. It's the source for good images for the show, yeah. like halfway decent ones. <laughs> and uh, they they were just straight up images, uh, just pan, you know, uh, uh, blank background images of the the three Beetleborgs and the uh, uh, super form for the blue Stingerborg uh, suit, and then uh, and they all had like hashtags and jargon that I didn't really understand. It was all Bitcoin and crypto stuff, and I <laughs> I mean uh, I, then I saw a post and have it. I have it right here, actually. Um, oh, my screenshots? <clears throat> yeah, let me read it. Uh, well, I have one of them right here. Uh, <clears throat> it's the uh, Twitter page. <laughs> the Borgs are entering the P2E metaverse. Vomit. Forget Axie. Forget UFO. This is a unique P2E deflationary reward coin. Be big. Be bad. Be the beetle. Beat the Borg. Yeah, so that was pretty much one of the worst things I've read all week. <laughs> My eyes have not I seen like, much worse. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really understand what it was. I I genuinely thought that the account was a parody account. Um, for the yeah, first, what the fuck is Axie and UFO? Like P two E, you can they, Google they must that. be. NFT type things or crypto or something. I don't. P2E is like a thing that doesn't really exist yet, but apparently is a a method in which NFTs and crypto dudes are trying to make a like a gaming platform where you buy NFTs and use them in games. And it's like 
it, it's not a real thing, and it goes against basically all the like. Yeah, it it stands for play to earn game development. Uh, oh, it's, play to it's, earn. Okay. Yeah, it's it's basically it's it's kind of like That's uh, it, it's it's giving the false promise of saying like, hey, you know how AAA gamers or triple uh you know like the the ee oh, gamers it, it, they uh, think it's the inverse of pay to win yeah um it's like hey you can earn money by playing our games mm-hmm. um and which and, and a lot of that translates the reality into, like yeah we're paying you by giving you this special uh permissionable uh receipt to this nft yes or like one one hundredth of this receipt to this <laughs> nft or something coin like that. we invented right which, which yeah. has no actual like backing right no regulatory value uh, mm-hmm. or no regulated value um yeah so that was the account and all their posts were just pictures of beetleborgs there's no even the um profile picture or the background image or any of that stuff or the header image none of that stuff was original art they didn't even have so much as a logo created uh, no in fact the uh their icon looks like uh because it's kind of low quality it looks like it could be our logo because it's so close like bros boards like i had to really uh, squint to try to make out to see if there was actually the r after the uh, uh, b or not yeah especially our our original logo our first logo that my brother made that was uh-huh. even more uh closely uh made after the original Beetleborgs logo. Excuse me. Blatantly Beetleborgs logo. It was really it. Yes. Uh, yeah, the one the even more blatant ripoff that we made. Um <laughs> yeah, it was just it was so weird and there there were like six tweets. Most of them were those pictures. One of them was a picture of a, a blue stingerborg hit which I, I recognize the picture of because it's being sold by Anarchy Cosplay, who's a scammer in and of himself. Um, yeah. But in yeah, a totally different... So ironic. Yeah, in a totally different facet. And I really genuinely was not upset that he was scam or, or uh, stealing images from Anarchy. That I don't care about. Um, but it was he was still being dishonest and scamming the Beetleborgs fandom, so I was pissed about that. Um, but you said a, like a VR headset giveaway it was like an in-game helmet like i don't know what it was supposed to it was very unclear and just a lot of like crypto jargon that i'm sure maybe you know what no i don't even think a crypto bro would think that it made sense i i think it was probably nonsensical jargon even to someone deep into like bitcoin mining and that kind of crap um um I don't know if you're if you're deep into Bitcoin mining and you see our thread on our Twitter at Beetle Bros Pod. Um, oh, and if let if me anybody could explain what the fuck not. MetaMask is, he kept bringing yeah. that up too. Yeah, apparently that's the way that you would buy into Beetleborg Coin is you would have to use MetaMask. So um, that's what this account was, and uh, what happened was I oh he also threw the Beetle Bros account. Uh, did you mention that he lied about a uh, partnership in the works that's hush hush? Uh, yeah, I'll get to that real quick. So, oh, okay, sorry, um, I, I, I the, was not. No, you're okay. I just that that's the uh, intro to the account that followed us. Um, I from the Beetlebrews account, I shot him a message on Twitter and was like, "Hey, like, 
uh, you know, what's the story with this? Like, what you know, I, I, I literally don't know what any of this is, but big fan of Beetleborgs. Can you explain it to me? And then commented on a picture with the Anarchy cosplay helmet and was like, is this a, are you selling a helmet for a game that, are, are you selling a real helmet or are you selling an in-game helmet for a game that doesn't exist yet? <laughs> and then their other, the uh, six, they had six tweets. One was the helmet. Uh, four were pictures, pictures of the Beetleborgs. And the sixth one was a video clip from a, what looked like a cell phone taking a picture from, uh, or taking a video of a computer monitor playing the VR Troopers Super Nintendo game. Um, I don't, I don't even know if it was a ROM or just like a YouTube yeah. clip of the game. I have no idea. Which, yeah, VR Troopers had a fair, fighting game like, on the Super Nintendo. The, the, yeah, not a lot of people know about this game. Like uh, it's, no, definitely like, one of the safer there is a rom out there he, he went he did the smart thing by picking something that not is going to immediately get caught by the so like yeah but he picked a I, i'll niche. commend him on that but yeah he he made he a, a big mistake by deciding to follow like the only expert the only <laughs> People that yeah, can the, be qualified enough to say, like, we've seen every product to come out of this. Yeah, and it's like, so it was a video of, of this thing, and it was saying, here's a preview of game we're working on. And I comment, or I replied to the tweet from our account, and I, I said, is this a parody? This has This must be a joke. This is the VR Troopers Super Nintendo game. And I, I mean, it is, that's <laughs> like, there's no, you know, bouncing around that. So I, I didn't think anything of it. And, and that tweet got deleted immediately as soon as my went through. Um, and then I, I don't even think that they messaged me back from the Beetle Bros account before they blocked our account. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is like fishy. And not just in a in like a normal crypto NFT way, like this dude's blatantly lying about stuff and I called him out and they're not happy about it. I went to my personal account, which they had also followed, and I uh, shot him a message and was like, Hey, I'm a big Beetleborgs fan. Um just want to know this is what this whole thing is. Sounds interesting. Uh it's really cool to see people talking about Beetleborgs. Can you give me a rundown? And they sent me like a, a decent paragraph or two description of the project and um ryan do you think i should read off the uh description or you think i should just sum it up um because it was whatever you feel is right in your heart um i've got a, i've got it pulled up here I, I saved a bunch of screenshots um <laughs> at the time jokingly and then later for legal reasons but um so it, uh, yeah there was like it's a it's a beetleborg's coin like a cryptocurrency beetleborgs themed cryptocurrency and then they're developing this pay to earn fighting game that you would earn you would buy the beetleborgs cryptocurrency to play the game and then as you played the game you would earn more of the beetleborgs cryptocurrency so all the things that they were talking about in their tweets the helmet 
the uh, Beetleborg suits, the power-ups and the super blue armor, all that stuff. That was all things that theoretically they would be um, having as power-ups that you could unlock by earning more crypto in their crypto NFT game thing. Um, it's like an NFT launching. amiibo. Yes, exactly. Except that would be fungible. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> can't have that. <laughs> nope. Nope. Can't have anything existing in reality with any ramifications. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they were going to have a launch, an early launch or something um, on on MetaMask, which I guess is probably some kind of NFT thing that I don't know about, and I'm happy I don't know about it for once. Um Monday night, the 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 uh, evening that I was talking to this uh, individual, and uh, so I I was kind I just kind of like kept talking. I just wanted to get as much information about it as I could, and while the while I'm getting all of this information, um, I'm screenshotting everything and sending it over to the other bros and TJ, and just being like, look at like check this out. What do you guys think? And everybody's like, okay, he's a he's a fucking scam, like. This is hilarious. This is a hilariously bad con. Like mm-hmm. posting the VR Troopers game, posting Anakin Osplay's helmet, pictures and, and logos straight from the original show. Not nothing about this is original. Claiming that they're working on a game, they're mid-development. They can't post anything about it. They don't have any art assets or anything to share yet because it's mid-development. All the, all that kind of stuff. I was just like getting sketchier and sketchier. Um, other people responding to a couple of the tweets that may or may not have been in on the con saying that they were interested in the giveaway and interested in the game. And like a lot of the most of their followers were followers were accounts with like crypto and, and NFT uh, tags in their name and in their in their bio. So it was very clear that, like they were reaching a, a very specific audience trying to capitalize on the uh beetleborg's name and uh, which is weird because like i do a power rangers nft or something i mean i know power rangers did a power rangers nft and it sucked but like don't don't do a beetle we're doing a beetleborgs podcast and we don't make any money off of it you're not going to make any pot <laughs> any money off of a beetleborgs NFT. i'm just going to like even if we hadn't even if i had gone through and done everything I'm I'm very confident that he would not have made the money that he thinks he would have made. Um, so I, I just messaging and screenshotting, and really nothing that they were sharing was nothing was incriminating by any means. I don't think anything he was doing was blatantly illegal, other than like you know copyright infringement. Had he tried to make a profit off of um, Beetleborg stuff that was literally just pictures of the Beetleborgs shared somewhere else pictures of other people's cosplay props shared somewhere else things like that um that is you know blatant copyright infringement and and uh, ip theft um versus you know there's no it's not going to fall under fair use or parody or anything because all you're doing is copy and pasting um and they didn't really i don't know they didn't really say anything that that felt like they other than the fact that they kept inviting me to uh invest that night and they were like oh you're a fan this is great uh, you know you can invest early we'll get we'll get you in you can join early all this stuff they had a telegram account in their 
Twitter bio, they kept saying that the game had a beta version on their website. There's no website listed anywhere. There's no website on their Twitter account, no website on their Telegram. Telegram is really only a messaging app anyway. Um, it's it's not it's not like Twitter, Instagram, or anything. It's more like Facebook Messenger, where you don't have an account on it. You have a channel, and you can forth or post updates. So I kind of you know kept talking to this guy off and on throughout the day, asking questions about you know, oh, I, I really just want to play the game. Can you show me some of the game? Can you show me some of the original art? Like, what's going on? I've gotten, I've got, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'd love to see this game be developed. We, they never got a Beetleborg game. It'd be so cool to have one made. They're like, no, you've got to do the crypto to get the game. I'm like, oh, 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 okay. Um, well, then I'll just wait, whatever. And while all of this is happening, I'm taking screenshots and I'm, I'm posting a thread on Bros Twitter account, which this guy has blocked, explaining what's going on to our followers and, and listeners so that everybody can kind of get an idea of, hey, you know, here's this account. They are, uh, you know, we questioned them on this. They deleted, blocked us. We questioned them on this. They deleted, blocked us. Like, all this stuff is happening. It's very sketch. Um, and as, like, tweets about the like I, I, you know, I called out that the Anarchy cosplay helmet thing was a scam, and that the guy that was really excited about winning a helmet wasn't going to win a helmet. They deleted that tweet, and then another tweet gets deleted. Now they're down to like three, two or three tweets left on their whole account, and I'm like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. So we're sharing all this stuff, and I just start sharing the screenshots of our conversation, saying, "Here's this guy explaining, says that there's going to be a game developed. I highly doubt that." Here's, you know, explaining that you've got to buy this coin to get in on it. Sounds like he just wants a bunch of people to buy this coin tonight using the Beetleborg's name. He's going to, you know, try to get as much cash and a quick grab as he can and then probably bolt, delete his account, all that stuff. So here's what's going on. And later in the afternoon, I get a message uh, asking, are you sharing our DMs? <laughs> um, Never. And just like. Yeah, You're a man of honor. Obviously, I was, and it's, uh, I, I, I got a little cocky because I was getting um, annoyed at how blatant the scam was, and started asking the guy. I was like, "Hey, was like, you're such a big Beetleborg fan. Surely you've heard of the Big Bad Beetle Bros." <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Oh, um, no, is that a podcast?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, you, "You should listen to them. They, they're kind of the, uh, you know, uh, uh, the the bigger name in." in Beetleborg's fandom right now, like it's them and some Facebook groups. So you should really, uh, you should check them out. And he was like, oh yeah, I listened to the episode. They just uploaded yesterday. This is on Monday. We don't open that. We don't upload episodes over the weekend unless it's a special, which we haven't we uploaded in almost a week. Right. We still haven't um, uploaded. <laughs> right. Like, they're, like there's like, we had a YouTube, a short YouTube thing went up on Sunday, but it wasn't an episode of the podcast. Um, and wasn't advertised on any of our social media, so I highly doubt us. that they were talking about that. It's probably just a coincidence. Yeah, and, and wasn't um, yeah, wasn't a Beetle Bros episode or anything. So I, I'm sure that's not what he was referring to. I'm sure that was a coincidence. But uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. Like they normally only upload on Thursdays, and they're pretty good about that. And uh, I think that's when he probably unblocked our account and went and looked at our posts and saw that 
I had been posting that thread. And then, like, quick as a whip, as soon as, like, you know, I was like, oh, like, shit, maybe I got hacked and, and they're, they're going through my account. And uh, I was like, no, that's like, that's so weird. It's, it's, it's just that one account. It's no other account. Um, and that's crazy. Like, that's so weird. And it just goes, uh-huh. See, if you don't delete that shite, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, oh, well, just report that message real quick. And uh, like, I just, I said something like, ooh, you should went to the death threats, didn't you? And then he blocked me. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I got the screenshot in, I got the, the, the message reported. And then while I'm doing, while I'm having this chat and sharing all of these on Twitter for everybody to see, trying to be as transparent as, as possible about all this. Uh, there's a, a, a couple other people are calling him out in different tweets and uh, he's also going straight to death threats. And then he ends up going over to the Godpunk account. I don't know if it's because from the Godpunk account, I liked a tweet of my own or a tweet from the podcast and he saw it. I don't, I'm not sure where that connection came from. He obviously wasn't smart enough to figure out that I'm the host of the podcast he blocked. Probably not smart enough to figure out that I'm the creator of the other account he tweeted at. So he tweets that giving them the benefit of the doubt and imagining that this person is young and, you know, acting out of, uh, maybe not as uh, handling. Yeah. It, it definitely feels like this is like a a kid who got really into, um, NFTs and crypto and stuff online. She's like kind of, um, was it like critically online or, 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 uh, Wait, yeah, just way too online and uh, it got stuck in the rabbit hole of crypto and NFTs. And that's not exactly an empathetic uh, rabbit hole to go down. You're not really going to come out feeling better about your fellow man. Um, so it's it's understandable in that way. But it's also like still, you know, socially unacceptable to just tell people to to that you're going to kill them. Um, we, <laughs> As a society, we tend to frown upon that. Uh, especially in such a blatant manner and even like Twitter's Twitter's pretty bad about deleting like racist stuff and insults and, and, and threats Never. and stuff. They're pretty good about catching people literally just saying, I'm going to kill or I'm going to hunt down your family, which this. Yeah. That's what we call a pro gamer. People. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that, that was, you know, not great. And, um, uh, yeah, just yeah, started calling out the my Godpunk account, saying that he's going to make Godpunk NFTs because he doesn't care about copyright. None of it matters in the world of crypto. You can do anything you want, copyright, and none of that matters. He was telling some other guy, some other some other guy was trying to explain to him the intricacies of intellectual property, and and like that he doesn't own Beetleborgs, so he can't make a profit off of Beetleborgs without buying a licensing right from Hasbro slash Saban. And the kid, the kid just blatantly didn't understand it and started going into the, no, I can do what I want on crypto. Have you not seen what blah, 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 have done on crypto, mm-hmm. blah. Um, that was pretty much the end of the conversation. I got blocked on all of my accounts. I blocked him on the Godpunk account so that he couldn't uh, get access to um, any of my art or anything like that. Not that I'm horribly worried. I do have screenshots of him blatantly threatening to steal my IP and... Like with Beetle Bro stuff, 
it's kind of up in the air, but with Godpunk stuff, I will put you in the ground if you try to steal my IP. Um, like it's threatening you, to kill all of us, like the, the entire podcast. Yeah, like that's a you know death threats. I trust social media things to usually take down, and, and Twitter did come through this time around. Um, IP threats, like this kid wasn't probably going to ever even make a real oh, Borgs hey, NFT coin, so I don't trust that he's going to go and steal my stuff from Godpunk. It's just an example to all y'all out there. Just because you act like a president does not mean you can get treated like a president. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I the account got deleted, um, I think, in like less than 12 hours. I mean, I think it was gone Monday night. It was fast. Uh, maybe Tuesday morning. It was really quick. Uh, the account got suspended. Um, another account that was maybe or maybe not attached to the same account uh, was it. Um, in the in the same time span, like it was gone by uh, yesterday evening when I went and looked. Uh, so you know, it's kind of Twitter kind of went scorched earth on Beetleborg's coin. So uh, sorry, not sorry to anybody who was looking for uh, NFTs or anything like that. We don't fuck around with that stuff on our end, but. That was how our Monday went. Yeah. We made some fire memes out of that. And now we've got a new shirt design. We're totally dank so, stinking it, bro. Indeed. Uh, but that was really, I don't know. It was a, it was a fucking wild ride. And uh, somehow. It made Tuesday. Genuinely, Tuesday <laughs> sorry. It made Tuesday, Tuesday go by really slow. slowly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was somehow the first death threats I've ever gotten on Twitter, which. Um, I know, right? If you know me or my Twitter, that that does not sound right. I should piss more people off to that extent before. Like, but I, I can think not. of family members um, that probably I like I could imagine of yours sending you death threats that I'm surprised haven't. Yeah, one would assume. Uh, maybe I have on Facebook, but not on. Oh, that's um, fair. Yeah. Uh, which I'm more active on Twitter than I'm on Facebook now, so it makes even less sense. But I can think of some yeah, creationists so that, was, that would definitely send you some. <laughs> yes, yeah. If I was on Facebook. <laughs> They're not quite clever enough for Twitter, I don't think. But uh, <laughs> no, anyway, jumping into B-Fighter Kabuto episode one, uh, we're going to kind of go pretty quick through this episode because it's a pretty prototypical first episode of a Tokyo. Um, the intro song is a big thing. And we, we hear this a couple different times. It pops up when they transform and then it pops up when they fight a couple times. Uh, Ryan, you talked about, you really liked the, the horn usage in the song. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what song did I say? It sounded like, um, like it wasn't a Tokyo song. song. I think it was a, yeah. It's like, I can't remember what you equated it, it to, but it was. Song? It might have been. It can was we, classic can rock. We pull it up was, the uh, intro. I can. Give me one second. I'll do you better. I'll give you two. <laughs> Bad news is that's over. I think it'll. I don't actually know if it'll play through. 
I don't know if you guys can hear that, but at least Ryan can hear it. Right now? Can you hear it? No. <laughs> Damn it. Obvi, you can't. Okay, hang on. Give me a second. <laughs> Fucking liar. Uh, I know. Oh, I know what I had to do. Okay, sorry. Still getting used to restream. It's okay. This episode's only live. No, it's just recorded. <laughs> okay. You hear now? No. Wait, maybe. No. I don't know. Try it again, Lou. No. How about now? What the hell? No. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. Restream has, like, you got to hit, like, three buttons, three <laughs> different buttons before you get a, a real screen share going. Well, now I see the screen. If that's, oh, there it is. Oh, I definitely hear that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sorry. So it's oh, so it's got like synth in it, like synthetic horns, mm -hmm. and then it has like an actual like horn line, like right there. Yeah. On that rock guitar. And that that like repetition. They do that during the like the fight scene. It's definitely not as like uh, 90s rock as the Beetleborgs song is. Um, yeah. Like it's it's not a huh. you know Ron Wasserman song. Yeah. Um uh like the Power Rangers theme songs and stuff like that. So I that checks out. I get that. Um but it's like very good in its own right, I think. Uh and like in a very different way than the Beetleborg. I like it more than the Beetleborg's Metallic song, but the only reason I don't like the Beetleborg's Metallic song is it because it's not a true new theme song. It's just right. a riff on the old theme song. And I, I don't like that as much. Yeah, it. Uh, that's just me. No, for sure. Um, uh, can you guess what the title of the opening theme is? What? What? what just want to take a wild do you guess. You know it? Yeah, I do. Do you know it? I, I like. For I sure have I no. I, I just assumed that it would be like B Fighter Kabuto intro. <laughs> ding ding ding! Oh, well, close. It's it's um. If I was to read it in the. Uh, phonetic uh, Japanese. It's Bifaita Kabuto. Um, so, yeah, Bifighter Kabuto, surprisingly enough, is the title. But the ending theme is Beautiful. If I Sing Loudly. 
The ending theme is, uh, we might as well talk about it now because it, it doesn't really have anything to do. It's not like Beetleborg doesn't actually have anything to do with the. Yeah, because episode. who knows when the ending's going to uh, show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the ending theme is, is much like a lot of animes. And I guess most tokus, but I'm used to like in Sentai, they'll oh. usually have like a dance number at as mm-hmm. the outro. And for so I don't watch a, a ton of metal heroes, so that I'm not super used to. But having a like very peaceful, like showing a bunch of scenes of nature yeah, and it's like the slice of three life heroes. It's, yeah, it's, like the three heroes uh, are just out hanging out. Fuck. Uh, it reminded me of a um, um, a, uh, a Ghibli film. You know how like they romanticize yeah. the food and the traveling and stuff, like landscapes and all that. Like it reminded me very much of that. Like it's just trying to make you feel like homey. Definitely, I, I liked it. I yeah. Uh, it definitely feels more like a show with a wider audience mm-hmm. than Beetleborgs, where Beetleborgs is definitely aged lower. And that's that's the thing um, that I've brought up before in the podcast, I think, is like one of the unfortunate side effects of Americanizing these toku shows every single time. Dragonite's kind of the exception, but even then I feel like it was more or less just like Power Rangers level. Didn't really get much grittier. Yeah. Um, but like they don't and they don't need to be gritty. Like they don't need to be like the gritty Power Rangers yeah. movie. It was the precursor like, uh, the uh, Dragon Knight is a happy medium kind of between Power Rangers and the CW superhero shows that are going right now. Yeah, because it was a CW show, and it, they hadn't quite figured out that formula. Hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's very um, it's like Teen Titans. It's mature. It's it yes. doesn't doesn't baby the audience. That's what I was looking for. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't treat them like they, to the odd. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And I, I think that aspect of like metal heroes and, and, and Kamen Rider and super Sentai versus power Rangers and like mask Rider and, and, and dragon Knight and stuff gets kind of exaggerated by fans. Sometimes like people will be like, Oh, like super Sentai. It's so, it's so much darker and like common writer. It's so much more mature. Like characters die. And it's like, well, yeah, but they also have like Christmas episodes with Santa Claus in them every year. And like, they have like yeah. characters that are like just meant to be cutesy and that never actually have any, they're not really characters. Like they're but just, that's, that's why Toku has female characters unless they have a short haircut. Right. Like, it's yes. Once every like eight years, oh, a character dies in a Sentai or Common Rider series, and like one di- one big difference I think is that like Common Rider has had featured films that are darker. It it's had Common Rider the first and the next, and it's had the original Shin Common Rider, and it's had um, Zo and. Um, what was the uh, Common Rider Amazon's mm-hmm. uh, rebooted series that was on Prime? Like those are all aged up, meant for adult fans, and are like they have elements of horror and elements of um, like more action hero e adult shows, and they'll, they'll have some gore and they'll have some like somewhat lewd scenes and stuff, more adult, more mature 
audience type stuff. But the, mm-hmm. it's not super common. Like sen- Super Sentai is really goofy. Like it's it's really even the older stuff is still really themed for kids. I mean, these shows are all designed to sell toys at the end of the day. And, you did it. You broke down children's TV to its core concept. Yeah, I try. Uh, oh, also, I got to apologize. Japanese counterparts are um, Maya and Kiva. Uh, Wataru's mom. Mm-hmm. She had long hair, and she was like strong and plot relevant. Uh, so I stand corrected. Fair enough. Um, yeah, like I mean, even a show like Kiva had an extremely strong plot. It's still there to sell toys. Like he got a new toy every couple <laughs> weeks. Like oh yeah, it was not Dude, his fucking the, the Kiva bat, Kivat, whatever. He look. He's literally like just. He's he's a toy. He's like the sword in uh well yeah B fighter and Beetleborgs. Like it's literally a toy because they're like we're just gonna cut up a middleman of trying to make a weapon look like a toy and make a or and make a weapon look like a toy. Look at the weapon and you're gonna yeah. use that on set. Right. Yeah. And uh, that, like, I, I think, and, you know, like, B-Fighter, uh, Juku B-Fighter and B-Fighter Kabuto being the last of the best series, and then Metal Heroes going into Kabutak and Robotech, which are, like, very, um, they're, like, pre-K-aged uh, shows versus, um, like, kindergarten to middle school age shows that normal Metal Heroes and Kamen Rider and stuff are. Um Uh, like, I mean, I, I understand how you could see that transition from like a middle school to high school age show down to pre-K and, and associate it with more mature. Um, it doesn't help that Kabuto has a high school, uh, character as a, um, as the main protagonist who we get introduced to at the at the top of the show um Kohei Toba is he gets a shit beat the entire episode like yeah. i just realized the child is the one taking the brunt of like all the beatings yes the only time he's on top is at the very beginning of the episode where he's playing every sport and just dominating yeah he starts with level. soccer uh where he's doing flips uh, in victory, um, and all he has a crowd of girls, like gaggle of girls, if you will, just going like, oh, whatever your name is, look at me, um, love you, and and then and then he the, this chick comes up, uh, what's her name? Uh, she's like his best friend or whatever. Um, Anya, um, Yui, Yui, duh, duh. That's a uh, um, that's the moon. It's a fairly common name. Um. But she, uh, uh, she's like, yeah, oh come on, Yui you gotta is, get is to his friend. Judo. I think she's his sister because they both have, they're both it's, oh. uh, Koei Toba and Yui Toba. Yeah, and she said Oni Chan earlier or later. Wow, time's weird. Yeah, sometimes that's uh, a term of endearment, but I think this time it's family. Yeah. Either way, the relationship is presented to be kind of you know siblingy. If not, if they aren't related, then like regardless. That's the relationship dynamic yeah. there. It, I swear to God, if they get a, very well, or if they end up getting together in the show, like we that we will never find out because, <laughs> like, watch us never watch it. We're gonna have some real egg on our right. face. 
they're not actually siblings. They're like, yeah, they just happen to have similar names or something. And They've I'm, been betrothed. I'm since messing birth. it up through translation. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gumming it up in translation somehow. <laughs> I don't think that's that's the that's the bit, but it's always possible. Yeah, somehow. I mean, um, historically, Japanese to English has always been translated very well, hundred percent. Everyone just gets okay, it like trans- that. Translated and transcribed perfectly fine, and there's mm-hmm. never been an issue. It's not like multiple times she was yelling "older brother" and I just <laughs> putting his name in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, Koei is just dominating all these sports and the next scene is like a weird, they kind of cut to, um, uh, uh, Kingo Tachibana and they say, they just say like Tachibana-san a couple times, but he's in like a, like a diving apparatus, like a, an undersea, um, uh, I don't even know what it would be called, but it's like an undersea diving machine it's like uh what what they explored the titanic in Uh, yeah yeah a a james cameron pression chamber with what has the arms yeah and he's like i don't know what he's meant to be doing necessarily they don't say anything he's down just exploring yeah science and uh there's all of a sudden there's these like giant like explosions and lightning bolts coming out of the undersea these undersea caverns and this this, this fool weird Tons, he cobra. gets up to run out of the damn submarine like where was he going to go <laughs> who were you running to like, brad fucking away. aquaman <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's uh it's goofy and he like i wrote down his name when they when they said it because i thought he was gonna end up being a main character and i i ended up being <laughs> right but i that was a a rough bet Yep. Uh, this weird like ship bug thing floats out from this cavern under the ocean floor. And then we cut over to uh, the Beetle Battle Base Cosmo Academy. Uh, now, for a quick a quick catch-up, in Juku B-Fighter, there was... Um, see, it wasn't called Cosmo Academy. What was it called? It was called Earth Academy, I think. Yeah, Terra. Terra? Earth, yeah, Earth Academy. Academy and then Earth Academy in now five years later has turned into Cosmo Academy. It's a sci- scientific research organization um, where uh, uh, Takuya Kai, who's a professor, he works with Sage Guru, who is the weird bug. <laughs> um, who's a gremlin tour guy? Yes, he looks like a gremlin Furby thing uh, to make to to, to like take advantage of the previous bee fighter technology to better mankind and, and protect mankind against the invaders who in the last season were called Jamal and in this um, upcoming Jamal. in, in bee fighter Kabuto, I guess they're not, they're, they're Mel, they're called Melzard and they're not technically connected to the previous villains. And it's unclear uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the the heroes keep saying that they're like more invaders, but what Melzard is, what this thing rising out of the ground is, is like this ship thing. It looks like a cro a cobra with like bug legs, and uh, but that's like the tribe of Melzard. And they're a two hundred million year old tribe of these. They're the crustaceans in beef in Beetleborg's metallics. 
Yeah, we see um, Horabel, uh, uh, a Triceratops man. <laughs> Nucus. Um, yeah, Nucus. God damn it. And uh, uh, Vylor. Was that a. Yep. Yeah, and a bunch of dregs. Way more dregs than we've ever seen in the show in Beetleborgs. Uh, wait, is And I don't know a- what. It's the. It's the. The though like the spider and the pachycephalosaurus and the those things dregs, yeah. Um, so before we get like a a big scene of all the villains, um, we get in in the in the beetle base, which is the it's the beetle Beetleborg metallic space. We get way better footage of it. In this um, like which is way mu- way more going on. It, it looks way better. Um, uh, uh, ran. Ran Ayukawa. Uh, uh, I'm sure I'm butchering all these names. I apologize. Um, Ran Ayukawa cool. is um, she's like sitting at a computer and she's talking to this like little CGI. Oh well, she activates thing. it by she she like the the camera does an unnecessary swoop down to her thighs. This quote unquote children show. Um. It, it mm-hmm. focuses on her. an adult, thankfully. But. Yeah, yeah, no, thank God. But she kicks up one of her legs and, like, turns on the little monitor, activating Bit, the uh, little digital fellow. But, like, doesn't she flirt with him a little bit? Yeah, he, like, calls her cute as always or something, and she... Oh, like, yeah, that's what it was. He says thanks and stuff. Um with her yeah, legs very, still she's, up yeah, next she's to like crossing her legs and that's what hits the computer and it's yeah, it's it's very uncomfy. Um yeah, bit reminds me a lot of the uh, the DNA thing from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um yeah, that's that Mr. Oh, DNA from Jurassic cool. Park. That's really yeah. what it reminded me of. Is this weird little CG thing um that like it's just in reality, all this thing does is it's the paperclip guy from my clippy uh, used to. Yeah, it's clippy uh, with like some unnecessarily, you know, some unnecessary dialogue options. But it's clippy. Uh, it's clippy if he was a little more horny, I guess. <laughs> oh, I see you're trying to seduce this <laughs> computer program. Can I help you with that? <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Ran notices that uh, the Melzard have arrived and that the something bad is going on. She thinks that it's the, the invader. She thinks it's, it's it's the Jamal Jamal. I don't know how you say it, but the the, the evil invaders isn't, from Juku B. Hold on. Isn't is I thought so. Okay, uh, don't they go by their other their second name? That's actually isn't their that actually their first name? So like, don't I, th- I think it's like. Because I, the only name I remember people saying out they loud call, was Tachibana. Yeah, when he's in the sub, they call him Tachibana. But when he appears later, they call him Kengo. Because they keep saying Kengo and oh, Ran. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. God damn, that's going to... At least oh, the bug guy does. Matter. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think when he was in the sub, they were doing, like, formalities. Mm-hmm. So they called him Tachibana. And then when they were back... And it was the sage guru. I think he was more casual saying Kengo and Ran. Um, Because Ran, I never heard them say Ayukawa. Okay. But I did hear them say both Kengo and Tachibana. So I, yeah, 
again, I you know apologize if I'm saying the like surname yeah, right. instead of the um, the we, individual the first name. But, we definitely uh, claim to be experts on the Japanese language, so absolutely. Um, just please don't ask us to prove it. Um, <laughs> so the <laughs> the professor is like, uh, "Holy shit, it's going down! It's time to launch that project." Those are his exact words. Launch that project. And That's everyone gets real translation. Yeah. Uh, translation. But this beetle base is a whole like company. Like there are multiple people running around getting shit ready. This I'm pretty sure not... they provide jobs for most of the people in this city. Yeah, like whatever, you know, prefigure of Tokyo that this is featured in, there are I mean, I mean, there's got to be at least 100 people working in here. Like, this is, a, you know, this is a, a decent corporation size of of yeah. people uh, really getting to work to get shit ready to, to beat the bad guys back, which is kind of cool. Like, that's a, a cool thing that I've always enjoyed with some Sentai and, and uh, B-Fighter. Very few even Power Rangers seasons do where there's like a, a stable organization backing the heroes. Which, and you know what always reminds me of? It's not like these they usually end up giving the vibe of like nasa but with funding i.e if it was given a military objective which is like most yeah. of these are kind of like weapons manufacturers if you think about it. but for At the good guys defense. so it's okay yeah defense right yeah yeah a true department of defense not a department of bombing syrian children Right. Like I know most Ultraman seasons have the the like science squad or whatever where they're they're backing and supporting Ultraman and, and usually Ultraman's a member of secretly sometimes a member of, right. of the science troop that he belongs to. Um I don't sometimes know. I always appreciate not a that. It, yeah. Uh it, it always feels like it makes the heroes feel a little bit desperate, but it, a little bit less desperate, but it also at least to me, um, like having these, you know, giant mechs and these weird tools and weapons makes it make more sense to have this giant infrastructure. It makes it's the same way that like Beetleborgs just has flabber magic everything into place. Mm -hmm. It's just as just as much of a logical leap to say that there's this giant secret science organization or yeah. not so secret science organization. I mean, science and, and magic are so different. What is magic right. if not unexplained yeah, science? Gene Roddenberry that was, uh, was like the, or not Gene Roddenberry. Um, oh, it might have been him. Or uh, I who said the that uh, significantly advanced science is indeterminable from magic. Oh, yeah. Um, some classic sci-fi guy. Which, um, by the way, uh, I looked at it and Ran is 18 years old. She is a cyber engineer. And she sometimes Ooh. thought too much about mechanics and ignored the natural side. So she's she's the uh, um, uh, 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 Donatello. Ah, yeah, she does machines. Yeah, as we saw in her introduction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, the professor says uh, basically like without their opportunity to to say anything in 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 defense uh kengo and ran are going to have to be the new b fighters and we get a nice little um flashback to juku b fighter and explaining that five years ago these invaders from another dimension came 
and three heroes were chosen by uh, Sage Guru and this uh, Earth Science Squad to become Juku B Fighter, Heavy Shell B Fighter, and defend the Earth from these uh, horrible villains that were invading. And yeah, I mean, that was it was a good flashback. I don't know, we didn't get because Beetleborgs went so fluidly uh, from season one to season two, we didn't get we don't get a lot of flashback stuff, if any. I don't, I don't know if we've gotten any so far, uh, but seeing like I think they showed what we know as Borg Slayer and uh, uh, um, uh, Vexor and uh, Typhus getting destroyed and fought in the first season. Uh, that was pretty mm-hmm. good, I thought. Yeah. Uh, so th- this is five years later. They're now creating the next generation of B-Fighter armors. We get kind of a silhouette. They've got the armor in this like silhouetted cabinet uh, uh, weapon storage thing on the side of the wall. It's very cool. Looks very Power Rangers Zeo where they've got the old uh, Power Rangers suits on a wall, like the Bat Cave, where they've got the he's always got the suits on a cabinet somewhere in a shelf. Beetle Cow. Uh, <laughs> so they have to find a Kabuto. They've got a, Ku- a Kuagara, uh, who we know as as uh, the, uh, the Silver Beetleborg, the uh, um, Roland's position, and then uh, uh, Tento, which is the the Ladybug, the Purple Platinum uh, um, Beetleborg Joe's. Uh, position. They don't have a. They don't have a Kabuto. They don't have a gold uh, um, uh, beetleborg. They don't have. They don't have Drew's role yet. So uh, they've got to find a Kabuto. But they go ahead and they give Kingo and Ran these uh, the command voicers we know as the data bonders. Uh, their input cards, and uh, they go ahead and give them the command voicer and the input card for Kabuto as well. I guess. They, I, I guess, just to hold on to them. I have no fucking clue. Um, we get some like crazy footage of the city getting destroyed. Um, yeah, it's like, like cataclysmic, cataclysmic. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah cataclysmic. Uh, Everything just season. gets fucked. No, from last season. So, yep. um, yeah. So yeah, they've got a. Uh, they got to find a new Kabuto, uh, but they've also they've got went ahead and gave them the command voicers. Cities being destroyed. The uh, we know them as the worm tanks, but <laughs> they call them Giborba. Creepy Crawlers. That's <laughs> uh, what it sounds like. They're it's they're equally better and worse. Because there's no Whoa. CG, they are just the practical effect. Okay, but there is some inconsistency here because whenever the attack first happens, they're like, "Oh, do you feel these giant footsteps? Thumb, thumb!" And then they get there, and it's these worms scooting across the ground, not stepping on anything. <laughs> yeah, it. They like crawl out of the ground because presumably they're the same way. You know, they're coming out from like the ocean depths. And they're just the, the they don't even keep that like background base of that like footprint like like boom 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 noise uh-uh. going which sucks. Gone. Uh, yeah, it's very weird. And so they're like attacking the city, and they end up attacking I presumably like the school that Koei and Yui are at. Okay. And Koei like tells all the other kids to leave, like get out of the way. 
and he starts drawing the attention of the worm tanks and he calls yeah, one of them like, like you jerk one beetle yeah i'm yeah. pretty sure it's he's like, like actually swearing like if it was a true translation it would be like mm-hmm. dams in there at least mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, yeah exactly yeah it it's it's very typical like super archetypical protagonist behavior like he is the self-sacrificing uh like hyper masculine dude who's going to like beat the shit out of the villain by himself and if he can't he's just going to draw him away so everyone else can get out of the way mm-hmm. it's great he's he's a himbo i'm here for it it's fun yep. he's yeah, i like him better it's than it's totally worth it yes yeah he's, he's already you know <laughs> like 20 minutes into the episode and he's rushed out perfectly yeah, fine he's got I more love character it. development in half an episode than drew has than in 80 I'm, episodes of drew <laughs> yeah so, hey drew has a sister too Koei. oh by the way i looked that up and it is um yui is his younger sister ah okay so it was literally he is 17 22. years old okay. and the other guy is 22 years old i looked at him too Damn, we're older than all of the B-Fighters. Yeah, it's like whenever professional sports start getting depressing. <laughs> we're not there yet, except for <laughs> well, Holmes. Yeah, no. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, uh, yeah, the city's getting destroyed. Uh, Kohei distracts one of the monsters. And uh, this, so the Melzard mothership is coming up to the scene, and it looks like a giant cobra with insect legs. And uh, it's As we get kind do. of a, the spiel. Yeah, we get kind of the spiel from um, uh, who presumably her name is just the Queen Melzard. Uh, it's like two hundred million year old sleep has finally ended. We see a a, a good like dozen um, different excuse me dregs she has a proper name that you will respect her by it is mother melzart that is alliteration we mother respect alliteration and hyphens in this house we do in the spirit of stanley we respect alliteration um <laughs> so other we have seen um I'll, i will see if i can find the name uh, of Barbara this Ram. Villain, Be- probably <laughs> <Hold> not. <laughs> it's it's Barbara Ann, but it's Beetleborgs. We can do it. I swear. We just need to get four people <laughs> who can <laughs> sing. <laughs> Beetleborgs. Um, rep. Oh, have we gotten to her yet? Let me see. No, okay, we have not actually, I was, I think I was wrong. Huh? Yeah, I was wrong. We've not seen this suit. We saw a very similar one last season. Okay. Um, but uh, Mother Mozart will appear in be- in uh, Beetleborg's Metallics, but has not yet. So I won't, I won't read Is any further, like so I don't a- spoil myself, but. Okay. I was gonna say she's I think like, I spoiled myself. She I is think the Beetleborg metallic what Borg Slayer was to Beetleborgs. Yeah. Is what it looks like. Um so yeah, there's Mother Melzard, and then all of the villains that we know as the crustaceans are like her children. So um there's Nukas, um, who is uh dinosaur warrior Raija, 
There's um, Horabel, who is insect swordswoman Miola. And then uh, Vylor, yeah. who is deep sea fishman Dezel. And then there's one who we don't Do have you, a counterpart for. Because is that supposed to be like a, a play on Drizzle? Like, or I cannot tell. Is that one of those things? Probably. Again, we're experts at that. It sounds more like that when it's said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's <laughs> Rockshell Chamberlain Dord. He's my favorite basketball He's, player. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Furby. Uh, or a little bit like the oh, Shelby. Fuck that I don't guy. know if you know what those are, Ryan. Yeah, no, um, I know what they are. They were immensely... Okay. I think they were way better. Like, they were still kind of creepy, but yes. in more of a cute way. Um, this guy, I though... Have, so I, I uh, have... Yeah, I hate this guy. Um, he's still got so, the Furby eyes uh, and mouth, which is the most unsettling part of the Furby. Yes. Uh, he's kind of like a uh, Nautilus. Um or at least his like crown is like a nautilus, and then underneath is he's just a nautilus. What are some of the books he wrote? <laughs> um, yeah, I have a I have a Furby that I had as long as I can remember my computer tower. Uh, but I actually I had a Shelby. <laughs> it's filled with the Furby souls of people you've while, gotten I... deleted off Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, we get all these characters. Um, Vylor is like pissed off at the other at the other villains and like wants his aquatic dregs to to be the ones in charge and not Nukas and, and uh Horabel and their uh terrestrial dregs. So they like the dregs start fighting. That didn't last very long because um because Mother Melzard is giving Birth, and it is a probisci uh, fifty shades of cell birth. And I I hate it, but it's mostly practical effects, so I have to give them kudos. This weird little egg pops out of her weird little probisci thing. Android it's, it's Alabama. <laughs> it's it's uh it's Alabama. Uh, giant elephant beast mm. Alabameth, who we know as let me pull up the I cannot remember his name because it was not that important to me. Terror Monster Bear. Smasher. That's why I That's forgot the one. Him. Monster Smasher. Um, yeah, I forgot about him because I hated his name. Which, uh, if I remember correctly, we didn't rate him like bottom. Yeah, didn't we put him like kind of mid? Yeah, he's he's mid, I think, because uh, I can actually I can call because right a lot here. of them suck. Already up. <laughs> a lot of them suck, but also like I mostly what I hate about him is his name. Yep, um, mm-hmm. he's second to last. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm glad to be wrong. <laughs> That's fine. I was wrong too. See, there's a reason why I have to have you go through the list top to bottom and then repeat it three times. <laughs> oh, I know. I never remember where these um, guys that's are. I, that's why I do it by default. <laughs> uh, so, um, Alabama attacks the city, and he's got his freezing powers, which we've seen before. He can, like, shoot blast beams out of his hands. That before, too. Uh, he, like, freezes a bunch of stuff and then runs past it, and it blows up. That's new and yeah. weird. <laughs> um, like a- and then Kohei... Who did we equate him to? 
Oh, like a Scooby-Doo villain when he animates past. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because it's like a, it's like, it's a clip of him running, but then like sped up and moved across the screen. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. Um, so then Kohei just like attacks, jumps on his back, and he does the freeze attack, but instead of freezing Kohei, it just blows him away. And he's not and like then bored keeps down getting or his ass kicked. He's just normal human man, but for some reason immune to the freeze. Like I swear to God, if we find out that he's like the son of a celestial and a earth woman that was given <laughs> cancer by said celestial, I'm gonna be pissed. But it turns out if you love nature enough, you're immune to freezing <laughs> attacks from mammoth monsters. Oh right, with the power of friendship uh, and this gun he's about to receive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the the uh, uh, Kengo and Ran are, are there. They see all this happening, and while he is standing, a uh, Kohei is standing up against uh, the monster, up up against um, uh, Alabamath, uh, while he's fighting Alabama, he uh, like, spouts off some stuff about like the the plants and the and the bugs and the animals and the birds and the people. All of them are here to fight against you, and you can't threaten them. And then the professor. And Sage Guru and some random dude from his school all <laughs> acknowledged, like, yes, this, this is who we need to be Kabuto. And so Kengo and Rand give him the uh the data bonder and the input card, and they transform. And so when they transform, they say super super heavy armor. That's their their henchin call. Mm -hmm. um, and he just like copies them and I really wish there was a little bit of him like putting the card in wrong because I always right. think that's fun in like a common writer or something they like mm -hmm. fuck it up and they put it in the wrong order or something <laughs> or uh, maybe in some of the older common writers the uh, armor is actually shown to be something that someone like can't like not just anybody can put on and if like a normal person tries they become like they, they uh, uh, are under immense pain and <laughs> strain to their body Right, yeah. Oh, Ixa. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they all transform. It's a pretty cool transformation. It's it's um, it's definitely feels more natural than the comic booky uh, transformation we always get for uh, both seasons of Beetleborgs. Um, what are you I saying? That the translation way. from two D to three D is anything but seamless every single time. <laughs> I still really enjoyed it. I think it was really good. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the comic book transformation in, in Beetleborgs. It's not always done well, but I like it in concept. Are you eating? Um, they, I am. Sorry. You bastard. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they transform, and then there's two different Pachycephalosaurus dregs, a green one and a brown one, and a spider dreg, and they all start fighting uh, Kuagara, aka Roland, as we know him, uh, just like, <laughs> like, beats the shit out of the spider one, like, un unmitigated violence. I was expecting him to just like pick him up with one hand and tear him in half with the beatdown he was given. Yeah, like the spider tries to drop a uh, like a piece of a crane on him. Or oh yeah, it just chews right through the steel chain. Yeah, it drops from like, I don't know, five stories or whatever onto Kuagara. He catches it, 
throws it aside. Captain America says, you got heart, kid. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, Spider Monster tries to jump on him, and he just puts a fist up, punches him in the gut midair, and just stands there in the pose with his fist in his gut. I'm and pretty then sure hits him again and knocks him aside. I'm I'm almost yeah. certain you could see stuff poking out the other side because I think he had like a yeah. cape on, so it covered it up. But I I think he got yeah he's stabbed. got like a cloak. He, it's very classic classic monster design. I did really do like yeah. the dregs. I wish we saw more of them in Beetleborgs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the spider gets the shit kicked out of him. The Pachycephalosaurus one. They're getting their shit kicked by the other two. Uh, Ran has the uh, in the input card blaster and like puts in the uh, attack card and uh, just like the attack beam card and just like jumps. But when she she jumps like four stories and just shoots every dragon in sight. Yeah, she has. Uh, she's got aim bots. And it's hacking, and Valve <laughs> should really do something about it. Yeah. And then Kamu just attacks Elabamoth, just like starts kicking the shit out of him, tackles him, uh, throws him. We get a couple grapple shots that we did see in uh, Beetleborg Metallic. He and then judo chops, chops his. his. Yeah. Which yeah. It's his, a really good shot. Uh, we, I think that happened, or did. Mm-hmm. Did we see the picture well, of his saw, broken We saw the part later? of it breaking. Okay. We saw, yeah, we saw the piece of it breaking, but I think that in Beetleborgs they showed it getting shot. Okay. You know, because it's for kids. If I remember right. Yeah. It's for kids, so they used gun violence instead. Uh, uh, pink pink gun violence. It's okay if it's a pink cartoonish gun. No, as they, long as it color, kills they colored them like blue and white in, in oh, yeah. metallics. They didn't color them at they're not, they didn't even go that far. Right. Uh, so then they're like, okay, we're going to finish this. Let's call the road beetles. And the road beetles are their sector cycles. And it looks like they have like Uh-oh. actual personality because they've all got, you know, like the it's it's the generic. They've got the heads of the insects. So like they've got an obvious mm-hmm. face section. And it looks like, you know, they're all like, you know, coming with different sass levels, you know, like some of them are a little roomy roomy. Some of them are a little just like potato potato, you know. Yeah, they they definitely have more character in this appearance than they do any other time we see. It does help that they don't uh, may or may not transform from bicycles, but yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Then they get on their road beetles and they uh, call the finishing attack. They call their uh, uh, the Kabuto lance, Kuagara chopper, and uh, uh, Tento spear, and. Uh, Kabuto yells, uh, Cavalier Lance. That's his final attack. Ooh. And he literally impales the monster. Like, we see an yeah. impaling action. They had, like, a paper mache back made of this monster mm-hmm. that they pierced a spear through. It crumbles away. I love it. It was so good. Um, it's totally brutal. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Um... During the fight earlier, when uh, Alabama was freezing everything, he uh, froze Yui in a stack of like scaffolding and and uh, uh, plastic wrap that was covering this building that was under construction. So when he gets destroyed, all the ice melts all of a sudden. Uh, 
Kabuto and 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 everybody go over to Kingo and Ran go over to uh, save. They find Yui. She's in like this metal container holding a rabbit. Well, first uh, he opens up a chicken coop that. Um, so was, <laughs> he didn't leave that. her there, right? Like, did he move her to the chicken coop at one point? I don't remember that. She had like hid in this. She had closed a gate behind her to hide. And that may have been a chicken coop. Okay. To me, it looked like scaffolding, but it may have been a chicken coop. Because I'm going to be honest, I would have probably thought that she turned into a damn chicken with what I just went through that day. Like, I'd be like, <laughs> everything else. Yui, my on. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an illogical leap by any means. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of just get like, Sage Guru and the professor and a couple other people are like, this is the next generation of bee fighters. They are here to protect the world against the evil Melzard. And they like heroically walk off into the sunset and, or well, in this case, towards the camera in <laughs> footage that we may or may not have seen five or six times already in Beetleborgs. Um, it looks way better. And then, yeah, the ending um song and uh end credit like vi- uh uh videos that we talked about earlier are just like scenes of nature and then them like playing leapfrog on the beach yeah everything was like kind of normal and then them playing leapfrog was a little out of nowhere <laughs> yeah i don't know something about a 22 year old man playing with a 17 year old boy on the beach just i don't know 17 <laughs> year old and a, and an 18 year old girl playing leapfrog on the beach just a little weird um <laughs> Maybe they all have like a brother sister relationship. I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, they're but, all in a in a. It's a love triangle, but not like one of those dramatic, weird ones where like you know everyone wants oh, to be just all like possessive. A very accepting poly family. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, even gurus yeah. involved okay. sometimes when he's in town, uh, which is a lot. Yeah. He's a literal bugbear. <laughs> Damn it! I hate myself a little bit for that. Um, well, so yeah, that was uh, episode one of B Fighter Kabuto. Uh, the second yeah. episode, I think, of B Fighter Kabuto is on uh, Toei Takustatsu World's YouTube. Um, I you do VPN to oh, watch man. it because uh, because of Beetleborgs, you can't watch it in the U.S. Um, or Japan even. So you do have to like I have to use my VPN and and throw it over to South Korea. Uh, there's a couple different other countries throw it to to make it work, but sadly you do have to use a VPN. There are fan sub projects out there. If you ask us, we will tell you, but we will not share it on our social media. I apologize no. for the inconvenience, but that's just the way that I'm going to do it. It's, um, it's a it's but kind there of are a fan shame. sub projects out there. The uh, second episode is called the Trilobites After School Invitation, and we all love Trilobites. Well, yeah, we will. Um, and that means that that's the uh, Shellator uh, from our perspective. Oh, yeah. We will watch that episode um, before the end of Metallics. I, I'm not going to that opportunity. And uh, honestly, I, we've got to put Nick through this at least a little bit so he knows what oh, he's yeah. missing. Did he um, do the VR even, Troopers one? He didn't do VR Troopers, but he did the first Jukubi fighter. Okay. He was on for that one. Um, but yeah, that was B-Fighter Kabuto episode one and um, and also a big rundown of our eventful Monday. I apologize yeah. for that taking so long in the in the episode, but um, 
yeah, that was this has been our week in Beetle Bros, I guess. <laughs> Everything going on entirely. Yep. So um, again, we have five new designs up on our T Public store. I'd love you guys to check out. I, I think you'll really enjoy them. Um, I've already ordered a non uh, fungible, non flappable token shirt for myself. Um, and uh, I'm definitely eyeing the uh, Christmas card design for a hoodie uh, for next winter already. But uh, we've got a few other um, designs incoming. We are still planning to do a Kickstarter for a new run of enamel pins. Um, I know everybody really liked our logo pin run that we did, and that was a very super limited run. Hoping to do a few more this time, and that will actually be a, a Kickstarter or Indiegogo, um, some kind of crowdfunding campaign, not sure yet. Waiting to get those designs in um, the end of this month, and then we'll catch you guys up on that. But um, I don't have anything else to add to this episode. Um, Ryan, do you think we should rate this on a scale of uh, gold, silver, or bronze? Since we don't uh, not obviously well, not put a monster in, since it's already yeah, a monster well, we've seen, even though he's better here. I don't know if there's a point since there's not a lot to compare it to. Um, I mean, a general, we both right. enjoyed it, right? Like, that's our, our general oh, feelings sure. on it. Like, it's way better than Beetleborgs. Um, which stands to reason because it's like the original product. Um, yeah, it's the source material. Yeah, it's got a wider yeah. audience. Um, it's it's uh, it's got more charming characters, uh, at least right off the bat. Like that could change. Like we got some personality from the three from Beetleborgs, kind of right off the bat, but it, then it kind of like didn't go much further than that. Like, yeah, they kind of just stayed stagnant. It all stopped when they stopped doing pizza episodes, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, they get rid of Chip and Van, and there's just nobody for them to play off of. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I've got. Um, thank you guys for joining us for this uh, duet uh, Metal Hero episode. Uh, We're titling this one Ebony uh, and Ivory. Absolutely. I've been Cam. I've been Ryan. And we've been the <laughs> Big, Big Bad, Bad Online Bros. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> Have a good rest of your week, everybody. Stay safe. Please don't don't get COVID or anything else. Recording remotely kind of sucks. It's not as fun. And don't do drugs without a spotter. I mean, like real drugs, not like weed. Always have a spotter, even for weed. You take one weed, you need three spotters. <laughs> yep, th- 